Dennis is back. And welcome to Black Annis Horror Podcast. I know it's been a while. We've had loads going on, so we haven't had an episode out in, fuck, I don't know, like, oh God. months and months. It's like six to eight months, something like that. It's been, it's been since I, it's been forever. Those of you that 
heard my guest spot on Hero Hero Go Show will know that I've actually put in my notice at my job and and I'm going to be starting at a new place just so I can free up time to record regularly. So we'll start actually getting podcasts out again. Yay. Yeah. Well, you know, it is eating too much of my life up and life's too short for that shit. So without further ado. It's us. It's us. We're back. Holy shit. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I wish there was some interesting stuff to tell you that I've been up to, but I've not been up to shit, man, honestly. No, we've like, both been working, sleeping, working, sleeping for... Yeah. Seems like forever now. Seriously, I'm fucking ready for these three weeks. These last three weeks at, at work are going to go so fucking slowly. I hope not. So we've got nothing, nothing interesting whatsoever to tell you. Uh, what we've been watching, I mean, when we have time to watch stuff, it's usually sort of brain dead things um we caught the greasy strangler oh my god which we were we almost did this episode on the greasy strangler but decided not to do it because i can't i know we've done some horror movies in the past that aren't necessarily horror movies or walk a very fine line but i can't justify doing a whole show on that movie i will recommend it it deserves an honourable mention. Definitely. You should see it. You should absolutely it, see it's, it. It's an experience. <laughs> That's it. It is an experience, <laughs> for sure. You have to experience the movie. That's all that can be said about <laughs> it. Yeah, there's a lot of really awkward uh, naked people and disco and, Love. you know, just yeah. greasiness. <laughs> Odd cock and weirdness. Yeah, I'll recommend it. Ben, do you recommend it? Of course I do. <laughs> But we're not going to devote a show to it because it's just, it's too much. It's yeah. just too much. Um, yeah, yeah, we won't really know what to say on that <laughs> one, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's like, how can you even, well, I'm not going to get into it. But um, but yeah, so we did catch that. Uh, we caught Rogue One, obviously, because, I mean, we're not dead. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God, yeah. I don't even think we need to, yeah, we don't even need to recommend it to you. You should already have seen it by now fucking hell isn't it it's not even in the theaters anymore dvd out soon yeah yeah and other than that we've we've been remarathoning supernatural and just yeah just chilling i've been watching a lot of true crime stuff i've been hitting up the netflix uh true crime series marathons and watched this series on swingers i thought it was a series on swingers it's called like what the real wife swap or something like that and I was like, wow, a whole series on swingers. That'll be cool. But it's only three episodes. I was like, oh, I'm going to continue watching that. And it was like one minute at the end of the third episode, and that was it. I was like, oh. And I got all <laughs> up to date on Gotham, which is only up to halfway through season three at the moment, which is awesome. Yeah, I've not seen them. Um, I caught the first couple of seasons of Gotham. Or like the first season of Gotham. But I've not, I, I haven't had the time to devote myself to a series that I haven't seen, to be honest. But yeah, so that's all we've been up to, really. You know, I've started a new podcast with a friend of mine, Laura. Uh, called Kitten's Brain Explosion, and it is just us randomly bullshitting. Should definitely check it out. Oh, you don't have to, but it exists. Well, it doesn't exist yet. Um, there's a Facebook group, you know. Yeah. Um, it will spark off random conversations. I will tell you that. <laughs> Very random conversations. <laughs> you know, it's more. It's it's like an outlet where I can just just fucking talk. You know. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's about it, really, for us tonight. We are bringing you. Die, you zombie bastards. Oh, God. Uh, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break, uh, play some promos and some music, and we'll be right back to talk about that film. Yeah, <laughs> that film. See you in a bit. Bye. 
Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this one. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Hello? Hello. Who is this? Who are you trying to reach? I don't know. Oh, I think you've got the wrong number. Do I? I'm going to hang up. Wait, don't hang up. What's that noise? Popcorn? You're making popcorn. Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn when I listen to podcasts. I'm about to listen to a podcast. Oh, really? Which one? Probably the podcast on Haunted Hill. Is that the one with the two guys with the beards? Uh, yeah, Dan and Gav. Most episodes, they look at two different horror movies. Each episode, they look at a world of a strange, where they look at weird things from around the world. Sometimes, they even do special episodes where they look at different genres or directors' discographies and talk about them. Hmm. Do you have a boyfriend? Maybe. So where can I find the podcast on Haunted Hill? Well, you can go to legionpodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, or just go into iTunes and search for the podcast on Haunted Hill. So, are you going to ask me out? Nothing is as it seems. There lives a different kind of killer. A different kind of hero. One that must face insurmountable odds to save the love of his life and stop the bloodthirsty fiend who threatens the fate of mankind. <laughs> he is creating his own Earth zombie army. He must. You must prevent this from happening, Anna. People talk to furious, want to take over the world. He's fully armed with his armatron and half naked zombie girls. Obsession keeps his duction, now he's sold pride. Next place is on the zombatron, he's with all of mankind. Die, 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 die. Vengeance, monster, and the red, driven by revenge and love. Alpha mosquito, warlord, 
Jeff Moja, featuring Hassel Atkins and Jim Gillis. Welcome back. Hello. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to um um so much because I do that quite a lot when I'm trying to organize my thoughts. Which makes editing take forever. Yeah, I know. Sorry, babe. But <sighs> this particular movie it is kind of where to begin. So I guess we'll begin at the beginning. That <laughs> seems like an <laughs> obvious place to start, right? Yeah. <laughs> we open the with the film with these this couple making out in a car, right? And the guy walking along with a giant sickle or scythe. <laughs> Isn't the scythe the big one? Isn't it the sickle like the small handheld one? Yeah, 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 yeah. So a, a big scythe. Yeah, and he's he's clearly a serial killer, and he's going to um, kill this couple. And she's like, "I love you," and he and this and the serial killers just. I love you. Oh, oh, she loves him and, and sits next to the car, which oh. establishes him as a romantic. Yeah, they're in love. They can't be killed. Yeah, very sweet. So instead he goes and kills a bunch of hippies yeah. and brings them home to his wife, Violet, to devour because they are very in love cannibals. And I want to go ahead at this point and mention the acting in this film. Um, or their lack of. Or, or over. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I say it's not a lack of acting. It's over, over, over the top. Like, everything is over the top with this movie. This is a stoner film. You will enjoy it more high, I'm telling you now. Watch it high. If you don't smoke, watch it drunk. If you don't drink, you know, pretend that you're high or something. <laughs> uh, to be honest, you don't need to be with this movie. You'll feel high when you're watching it. Yeah, it is... Uh, you, th it you think you have smoked something. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they're in love and they devour these hippies. And I, I love his line. I, lo I love how he delivers his lines. He just, I've killed some hippies for you yeah. tonight. You know? Yeah. Everything is completely over the top. <laughs> it's amazing to watch. And uh, we then we cut to an island where these three blondes... Who are meant to be oh, archaeologists? Oh, they're, they're very specialized scientists. They're they're <laughs> they're meant to be archaeologists, um, and they're looking for this mysterious legendary creature that lives in the lagoon called the. Well, he's got a few names, and they. Um, I know one of them was the merciless sea cunt. It's just some fish man with this giant spiky cock. And uh, they're looking for him on this island. And, of course, they have to... There's so much tits in this movie. They have to immediately rip their tops off because it's just too hot, hot to be archaeologists. It's too hot to do science. It's, it's too hot for archaeology. <laughs> and are kidnapped by our villain, who we, do, who we don't know who he is yet, but his name's Nefarious. He's got a really, really long name, but I, and I don't remember it right off the top of my head right now. But it's like Baron Von some shit. I think Mummy Head. Mummy Head, Nefarious. Yeah. And uh, he kidnaps them. And then we cut back to our lovely cannibal couple. 
who uh, get a visit from the police, right? And he stood he there opens with the door, <laughs> covered in blood, with a ha- uh, with like what was it a forearm in hand in his mouth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're just oh, we're sorry to disturb you and everything, and ask him about the blood all over him, and he was like, "It's a spy. It's from a spider." What's this? Blood! I know what it is. What's it from? Spider! A spider? Was it a big one? Wicked! In fact, it is said that in the Tower of London, high in the bell tower, there lived a spider once. For over a hundred years! And in time, drinking from the oil lamps, it grew to the size of a man. Can you believe it? And he tells this freaking story. This is a stoner movie. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's amazing. So they, you know, Nefarious has these kidnapped three women, and he has created a device that will turn people into zombie slaves. Shoots the women with it, and immediately they're turned into these green zombie women. Green topless zombie women. Well, yeah, no, because they're being. Hair. Yeah, you can't have clothes, <laughs> so we get green tits as well, which is always good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, looking for any sort of logic in any of this is just it's a futile effort oh, just don't don't try to yeah. do it can we mention that when um, Red and Violet the lovely cannibal couple are at home after eating their bits of uh, hippie that she's got he said that the one thing he wanted was uh, a superhero costume well he wanted to be a superhero yeah and she brings out this bag and she's made him a superhero costume sewn together out of human flesh. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Book of the Dead from Evil Dead in cape form. It's amazing. <laughs> With codpiece and ass. Yeah, the codpiece has an actual cock on it too. We get to see somebody was in charge. Somebody involved in this movie was in charge of just making cocks. Just various cocks. Cause they had there, there was several. The Fishman's cock. They had the Necro cop for the superhero costume. There's, There's uh, Nefarious's giant, weird, deformed cock. You've yeah. got um, the giant rubber cock that he fucks the door with. <laughs> I know. It's like you watch this movie and think these guys definitely Guar fans. Definitely. <laughs> so right, um, he he shoots them with the zombie beam and turns them into these green topless women to be his slaves. But he's not happy because. He wants to find a companion, like a, 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 an actual partner. And he sees this couple on this game show. Um, and the game show announcer is Lloyd Kaufman, if that tells you anything about the quality of what you're watching. <laughs> um, falls in love with her instantly when she attacks the show's yeah, producer. It's, it's about how long they... Uh have sex and stuff in it they have to guess all of it it gets to them and it's just like circular file and they start making out and the producer everybody tries to stop them and they're just attacking them and eating one of them <laughs> and he decides this is the one so they go for a picnic a picnic That's so cute <laughs> um, they go for a picnic and he's forgotten the champagne so he goes to get it and nefarious and his zombie women kidnap violet so really, this movie is exactly like Taken, except for instead of his daughter being kidnapped, it's his cannibal wife. I mean, 
you can't even tell the difference between him and Liam Neeson at times. I know. I know it's it's unfucking canny. Red, you silly little bitch. I have your sweet violet, or I should say, my sweet violet. Blah ha ha ha. Signed N. P.S. Look behind you. Anybody? Whoever the fuck you are, I'll show you what happens to someone who messes with my woman. I'll get you, you motherfucker! And all you zombie bastards! Die, you zombie bastards! Die, you zombie bastards! Die, you zombie bastards! <laughs> um, Cranberry. So, <laughs> Cranberry. So we, he, he uh, finds a note that's like, "Hey, you little bitch, Violet's now mine." You know, start shit. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, and <laughs> is immediately attacked by one of the zombie creatures, and he kicks his ass and rips his nuts off, which is fantastic. And goes on a journey to find Violet. And his journey takes him to several places. First, he goes to the police, um, which you get a really campy joke with the police. He's not the chief, is he? He's like a detective or something that he's yeah. filing the missing persons report with. Who doesn't um, give two shits. <laughs> doesn't give two shits and is smoking throughout but various things. I think he hits a yeah. hookah at some point. I mean, yeah. it's proper like Austin Powers style. He's got like style. a cigarette and he leans across and then suddenly it's a cigar and then it's a cigarette again and then it's a hookah and then it's a cigarette. <laughs> right, so when he's leaving, uh, the mysterious stranger, who we all know is the catalyst for any movie... Uh, appears to him and says, you know, go find this man, tell him what you told that guy in there, be sure and mention the, the blue, blue smoke. smoke. So he goes on a journey to find this guy, uh, a Rastafarian guy. In He finds him in a house in Pennsylvania, and uh, he's in a bathtub, and next to the bathtub is this girl <laughs> in a corset, topless. Chain... Chained up. from various points on her body. Yeah. Playing play, Operation. Yeah, playing Operation and <laughs> just giggling hysterically every time she fucks up and it buzzes. <laughs> and honestly, I look at my life and I always thought that's kind of where I would end up. But, you know, the future doesn't always work <laughs> out the way you plan. Sorry, baby. <laughs> I'll get, get us Operation. Operation doesn't even buzz anymore. You guys, I don't know if it's a British thing. Americans chime in on this for me please but over here we bought operation and it just vibrates it doesn't do the loud noise like what I was the fuck is the proper that operation though i was just like the minions one for our little yeah maybe if we got the proper operation it would do the loud sound because yeah. i was really fucking disappointed i'm pretty sure the proper one still does <laughs> it's just like what the shit is this it's this isn't this isn't op no um anyway so he tells the story of coconut face mask man coconut head face man yeah coconut face head man or something like that who terrorized the bahamas and scared couples and things like that and the only way they could fight him off was with this conch shell which he gives them because the noise is supposed to make them run away 
uh, and tells him he has to find this woman. And he just hands him a picture of boobs. It's just a picture of cleavage. Yeah, 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 it's not boobs, it's cleavage. And so he swims to Sweden. Which, as far as they're concerned, is Australia. Well, the maps, yeah, everything about the the map map is wrong. On the map is where Australia is, but they've called it Sweden. Well, I mean, they said West Virginia was in fucking Portugal on that map. I know, it's brilliant. Don't worry about it. This isn't the kind of movie you think about. I do want a copy of that map. That would be cool to hang up. And people would come to our house and look at it and think, oh, is that like a Lord of the Rings map? And look at it and be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) What is this stupid shit you have on your wall? (laughs) Yeah. Portugal is apparently like Germany and France together. (laughs) (laughs) Australia Um, is now Sweden. (laughs) So he goes to Sweden and he goes to this town where there there are no men. So boobs everywhere. Yeah. All these blonde chicks just want to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Finds. What was her name? Super Inga. Super Inga. <laughs> Super Inga. E- eventually. When he gets there, he, he checks into a hotel. He has a, a bit of sleep and then is kind of running around looking for Super Inga and comes across the same mysterious stranger that's dressed incredibly stereotypically Swedish, like Lederhosen. He's rolling a wheel and of cheese. Hosen. Like, properly just, like, racial stereotype out the ass. And he tells him where to find her. So he goes to this tavern that she runs. Um, there are lots of sex jokes, lots of sausage being oh, abused. <laughs> There's so much sausage abuse in that scene. <laughs> and she tells him the story of this cheese demon that would come in the night. Olaf. Olaf, yeah. He would come in the night and fling hot molten cheese onto women's nipples and remold def- their nipples yeah deforming them and uh zombies come in and attack she start there a fight ensues and she throws a hot cheese bomb at him and gives him a belt of these cheese bombs yeah this is really i mean the whole story is him getting told up for a fight it's a quest it is like a mighty quest yeah. There is no difference between his cheese bombs and fucking Frodo's elven armor. <laughs> Chainmail stuff that he wore. <laughs> mithril. Is it mithril? Is mithril. that what it's called? Nice. I'll get my you are so hot right now. <laughs> Neds are hot. Uh, but, so, fights off the zombies. She tells him to go find this bluegrass legend that will know where to find Nefarious. We- um, Yeah, Hassel, who the whole movie is actually dedicated to. Yeah, he passed away in 2005, and this movie was dedicated to to Hassel. Hassel Atkins. Yeah, the bluegrass legend, apparently. (laughs) He's amazing. Uh, They call me Weasel, Hazel, and all that, but it's really Hassel. And I'm from Madison, West Virginia, so I'm going to talk backwards so you get messed up. He's like, so when I was on tour and stuff, and just following hippies around for, for that period of time, you met so many of those guys. So many people just like that guy. Um, He's brilliant. They're great people, <laughs> yeah. Singing his, uh, his Baby Loves Bacon and Egg song. <laughs> um, so he goes to find Hassel. There's 
a ridiculous amount of him getting lost, but he eventually wanders into a pizza place where the mysterious stranger is working in the back and agrees to take him to the guy's house. And then starts telling him the story that he's from this other planet. <laughs> yeah, apparently the spaceship had crashed, didn't it? Yeah. And Nefarious stole the technology that he used to make the zombie Zombatron. Zombatron. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. And now he's making the uh, Enormo Zombatron to turn the whole world into zombies. And it is killed by a zombie, like pretty yeah. immediately. Now, I want to talk about these zombies for a second. I know we're throwing the word zombie around quite a lot here. Yeah, they're not typical zombies. You remember our review of pro wrestlers versus zombies? <laughs> these zombies still look better than that. Yeah. <laughs> but they are like... These are basically guy, green. Yeah, Crayola Green wearing purple pajamas with bright purple hair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now, meanwhile, while all this is going on, and we're getting, we get flashes back to the lair and things like that. And uh, Violet, <laughs> I love this character because she just doesn't give a shit. She's like, you know, you are clearly the result of faulty upbringing. You know, she's not And then not there's a whole big of scene of um, nefarious with his mum and stuff like that. Oh my god, that was funny. Yeah, that, there's there's a lot of like little detours in this there's that and then there's a bit where it goes into like a mexican film for a minute that that was in the super inga fight where he was about to get glassed in the throat and then somebody went to mexican red the superhero yeah but mexican red has a sidekick yeah kid fantastico yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so, this movie's a bit all over the place. It is absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah, there is not one point in this movie where any of it is to be taken seriously. No, at not all. at all. <laughs> not at all. But I do, I love Violet because she's just not, she's like, you're stupid. Like, you're just, you do, you come in here and you just do some weird shit and it's just not scary. Like, I'm not scared anymore. And he's, he's, he's shit. He's a shit villain. That's all there is to it. He's an idiot yeah. so after so he goes and finds this bluegrass legend in West Virginia and he tells him the story of what happened and so he decides to train him and we get a little training montage <laughs> that is like your drunk friend fucking around in your backyard yeah he's like if there's like jeans on the washing line and he's like just punching them in the crotch yeah and doing, doing f- flying kicks around <laughs> and, that, and a few push ups yeah yeah totally <laughs> that's kind of it and then he wakes up on the floor of of Hassel's trailer. <laughs> so Hassel tells him, pick a card, and on that card, there'll be a destination, and that's where you go. But you shouldn't. And it's a picture of a red sort of boathouse, which he goes to and meets his long-lost, long-thought-dead father. Da. Don't call me sir. Call me da. 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 And uh, his... They, they talk, they reconnect, and he gives him another two weapons. Like this one that looks like a, like a pipe gun with a bong on top. Mm-hmm. Or not even, it's not even a bong. Remember those um, massive bone cups that you used to get uh, from 7-Eleven? They, they are, <laughs> it's either supposed to be like the ice blasts you get from the Odeon. Because <laughs> they're exactly the same as that, or a penis enlarger thing <laughs> <laughs> attached to the top of part Hoover, part Super Soaker. <laughs> it's it's really it's amazing, <laughs> and a giant and a giant yeah, rubber cock, a four foot long white rubber cock. Yeah. <laughs> so he has his conch shell. He has his rubber cock. He has his 
whatever that gun is and the cheese bombs and now he has a location because his dad knows where Nefarious is and it's on Hell Island. In the Bermuda Triangle. Of course it's in the Bermuda Triangle. Where else would it be? <laughs> so he goes to his lair which is only accessible by a butthole on the door, which he shoves that giant rubber cock into. He has, to, he has to fuck the door open. Yeah. He has to fuck the door in the ass to open it with a big rubber cock. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens and he crashes the wedding of Nefarious and Violet, which, you know, zombies everywhere, but they're all sat as guests. And he starts some shit, obviously. Um, in this fight, we get, you know, the movie just says fuck it at this point. Zombies are <laughs> really fighting, good. a group of ninjas show up, a group yeah. of robots show up. It's all these other minions. He goes, oh, you haven't disturbed, haven't woken them up and yet. The ninjas, the robots. There's a dog man. Uh, oh, no, the, the disobedient dog face men. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't do what they're told. And was it Vlad the Impaler that showed up yeah, Vlad at the one Impaler. point? He turned up to kill the zombies, though, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So, really, he's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, a fight ensues. Uh, he corners Nefarious, uses the bong gun thing on him, and kills him. And Melts his face. Yeah, we get a, a like an old-school claymation face melting here. Oh, yeah. Now, this is not an old movie. This came out in 2005. So they just wanted to do it, is my guess. The, the whole but I like it. The whole movie, <laughs> you can't really tell what year it's supposed to be set in at all, because it's just stuff. <laughs> it is just, it's like the movie that you and your friends talk about making when you're really stoned. But they actually went and did it. And, you the, know? and, and then some. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, they, they, he rescues Violet. Now, keep in mind, all of this is going on, and we're just supposed to have forgotten that he's a serial killer, cannibal. But as they make their escape, the police find him, accost him, arrest him. And, and Kid Fantastico. Oh, God, yeah, Kid Fantastico is in there from the Mexican, when it went to the Mexican version of the movie. Yeah, he's Kid suddenly Fantastico in there. Kid Fantastico came in. To this version. To this version at some point. <laughs> but Red obviously doesn't know who the hell he is. Yeah, nobody acknowledged. They're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not, no. no I don't <laughs> have a sidekick. Who are you? So Red is sent to prison. 247 consecutive sentences. Yeah, and now he makes uh, fantasy art and sells it on the internet. Yeah. Kid Fantastico. I don't know what happened to him, but he got this like no, cock that shoots no, he, electricity he got or the, something. He got the death sentence via the electric chair, but from all of the metal objects that were inserted into his anus and scrotum, shorted out the electric chair and turned him into a lightning rod, where he <laughs> shot sparklers out of his penis. You were clearly paying <laughs> way uh, more attention yeah. to this than I was. Violet spent 10 years in a mental institution and came out as ultra-violet, another yep. superhero. New and superhero? And they did the little follow-up thing of there's soon to be a ultra-violet and lightning rod Oh no, she's it's Lightning Rod and Ultraviolet the She Beast. Yeah, <laughs> Ultraviolet the She Beast. I yeah. fucking love that. Um, and and that's how the movie ends. Yeah. I okay. I want to say Ultra well Ultraviolet Violet is my favorite character in the movie. She's probably the sanest character in this. Do entire you know movie. what she is? She is what Rob Zombie wishes. Sherry Moon Zombies characters in his movies, like in House of a Thousand Corpses and, and stuff like that, were. 
He wishes that she could act as well as any of the characters in this movie. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> but she is brilliant. He's Give him some brilliant. cream for the burn. I, I, love, I love the overacting. I love the ridiculousness of the acting and the ridiculousness of the movie. It's pure nonsense, but it's so funny. I can't justifiably give it a high score. No, but you want to. That's what I mean. Because I like it. There's, yeah, there's, I don't care what no anyone reason. says. I like it. It does not deserve a high score. It's, it doesn't. It's not well it made. It's not well written. No. It's not well acted. You Do know, you know the, I, the effects are rubbish? You know, but it is genius. Do you know? I looked it up on IMDb, and it said that it had a budget of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I was shocked. I would have put it at like ten grand at the most. <laughs> I would have gone about <laughs> one. <laughs> Like it, it, I was, I was really blown away that I don't know what that money went towards, but you know, the sheer yeah. amount of fake blood and fake cocks. It had to have all gone to the fake cocks. Fake <laughs> cocks and blood. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're not talking about like and nefarious is his little den because he's got all this big machinery and stuff. So yeah. the set building there alone, but yeah. nowhere else at all. So we're not talking about an exorcist or a John Carpenter's The Thing or The Fly or a, a, an amazing horror movie. We're not even talking about a horror comedy that's of the quality of like Shaun of the Dead. But I don't care what anybody fucking says. I really love this movie. I love it so much. I mean, I don't know. It, it has this heart to it that I just... And this silliness to it that I it, love. It, it's so low budget and it's it, so fucking silly and just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you could easily, I could easily see a lot of people watching this and saying, yeah, I like ridiculous horror movies, but did they have to go that fucking ridiculous? It's one of those ones, if you watch it once and you're a bit like, uh, give it a few weeks, watch it again with some other friends. I think when watch you it can, high. No, watch it high. When <laughs> you can talk about it to somebody who hasn't seen it, you'll laugh your ass off. <laughs> you really will. It's one of those ones you, you need to watch again to appreciate because there's so many little bits that you don't notice the first time you watch it and you start picking up extra bits every time you watch it because they put like so much... what? Even like the things on the map and some of the things that were said you don't pick up on the first time you see it. <laughs> and you do. It's just the silliness and there's so much they've thrown at it. You can't pick it all up in one watching. Well, we, we've watched it twice. We watched it... With and I herbal up a load refreshments, this time. and yeah. then once the first time, and then we watched it again sober. So tonight, before we recorded this, we watched it again sober, and I'm I probably have suffered way too many head injuries in my lifetime, but I like it just as much. Yeah. I still like I mean, it. Yeah, I giggled <laughs> like an idiot the first time I watched it, but I think I enjoyed it more this time, being able to actually watch it, which is quite strange for a movie like this. Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone. I'm I'm. There are many people that would absolutely hate it. But if you like things like Blood on the Highway or Troll 2 or something that, you know... Or Greasy Strangler. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is a lot tamer. Give it, give it a watch. 
give it a watch. That's, that's all I can say. And even if you hate it, if you like it, if you do watch it, give us a message and let us know what you thought of it. Regardless, we won't yeah. be offended if you're uh, like, you guys are so stupid for liking this movie. We'll yeah. be like, yep, probably. Uh, I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with Misty here. I want to know what other people think of this. I think of, of any other just movie. Just pure that we've done. Mor- morbid curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ben. What do you want to give this bad boy? I'm letting you give your your review first on that one, I think. Why? I have no idea what I'm going to give it. Oh. I'm really torn because, like I said earlier, it's like, it doesn't deserve a high score, but I really want to give it one. <laughs> you give it whatever score you want, baby. You give it whatever score you want. If you want me to go first, though, uh, I will. Um, no, I'll give, it, I'll give it a three. I'll go midway. That's what I was going to go with. Yeah. Three hatchets. We rate you, we officially dub thee a three-hatchet movie because even though it's so ridiculous and nonsensical and silly, it's it's fun and it's enjoyable. And yeah, If it really wasn't so funny, it'd be a one or even a zero. We for, don't from, do zeros. Do we do zeros? No, it'd be as low as I could give it if, if it wasn't for so stupidly funny. I th- there's <laughs> something, yeah, there's something about it. It's got a heart. It, and I don't know what it is, but I just really, it's so goofy. It brings out your inner idiot. Yes. Yes. That's it. It brings out your inner idiot, for sure. If you're feeling like an idiot <laughs> one day and it's you, like- you want to watch something to, you know, expand on that feeling, throw this movie on. <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. We will take a quick break and we'll be right back. An Evil Dead TV show? No way. Negan is coming to The Walking Dead. That's awesome. Don't you guys think a werewolf series is long overdue? Oh, hello there. Are you looking for coverage of horror on the small screen that you can't find on any other podcast? Then welcome to Evil Episodes Podcast, where we take an in-depth look at horror around the dial, covering everything from today's hits like The Walking Dead, American Horror Story, and The Strain as well as looking back into the TV Horror Vault to discuss anthologies like Tales from the Crypt, Monsters, Masters of Horror. Yeah, but do any of those shows have werewolves in them? What movies will become a TV series next? Just how many more seasons will every CW show get? Why won't they put some damn werewolves on TV? Tune in to Evil Episodes Podcast for all your horror on television needs and more. I need werewolves. Hey, did I mention how Lovecraftian all this actually is? Fay Ray. Ah! Janet Lee. Adrian King. Heather Langenkamp. Amy Steele. That weatherman who saw the cockroach. Oh my god! Oh my god! Jamie Lee Curtis. And you. Come on. You know you wanna. Let her rip. There. Now don't you feel better. You are now officially a Scream Queen. Come play with the rest of us at www.screamqueens.com. That's Queens with a Z. Or you could subscribe to us on iTunes. Either way. It's gonna be fucking fabulous. The Scream Queen's Horror Podcast. It's where horror gets bent. I 
All right, welcome back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that you're used to our episodes being well over an hour long. Um, sometimes two or Sometimes more. two or more. <laughs> but we've had to just, we've had to sit down and honestly talk about the show and talk about the family commitments and the work commitments that we both have and be more realistic about our time management because... Yeah, more so for me with time for editing. Yeah, because it 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 takes me like a hot minute to get on the mic and talk about a movie. Ben, however, with the editing and yeah. everything else you going on, you get that burnt out. You just you can't focus to do it, and it just took me forever. I mean, the reason why I've been so long is we even had one. I spent about two months after four months of not doing anything with it two months of editing it and then I lost it all yeah that was that was what he's talking about the last episode we recorded we had two guests on Cole and Gary Hill and um, Gary Hill you'll know from the Cinema Beef podcast and Two Drink Minimum and we talked about Troll and Troll 2 and he lost every like he he worked on editing that thing for ages because he was just so burnt out and there's so much going on I, I literally sat down with my laptop passed out with the laptop still on my lap woke up at like three four o'clock in the morning still trying to edit trying to get it done and then when i took it all to work to convert it ready to post post it <laughs> it all gone every single file the lot to be honest i think when you overwork yourself and you burn yourself out and then try to do something stupid stuff happens as nuanced as editing it's i mean it's bound to happen, isn't yeah. it? Which is why now we are going to cut it down to one movie reviews. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole point of this long spiel. We're we're cutting it, our episodes down to one movie instead of two or three or four. Um, we're going to do one movie at a time because realistically, we'd rather get content out there regularly than record audio for two, three, four movie. You know, several hours of audio and uh, not get it out because it. We've just got so much on in our yeah. real lives that we don't have time to edit that. And when I say we, I mean Ben, because he ed- yeah. he does all the editing. I've I've asked him uh, repeatedly to teach me how to to work the editing software so I can help. But you know he's very anal retentive. He's a perfectionist. He's a techie, and he's like, just no, I Mine. I need to do it. Yeah, let me do it. <laughs> Which I'm fine with that. But we 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 miss you guys, and we miss recording, and we miss getting content out there. So. That's the decision yeah, that we've made. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully, I mean, we were bringing out one episode on average every like three months with like two, maybe three movies on. Doing yeah. one movie will be able to bring you far more. I mean, literally, it'd be possibly one every three to four weeks maximum as, as a gap between them. Yeah. Which means we're still doing more than what we were doing before. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I think this is the right decision for, for us and for our show, and I hope that you guys will continue to support us the way you have so far. Um, yeah, everybody's been awesome, even with our I'm telling human you, miss breaks. You guys, no matter, no matter what's going on, I still I get messages from, from people like Gary Hill, Jeffrey X. Martin, Cor Psyops, Bo Ranzel. I mean... You you all are so supportive and all amazing. All the guys on Legion podcast. Oh God, yeah, you're all incredibly supportive. All of our listeners are incredibly supportive, and um, I hope you will continue to c- continue in that spirit because we're hoping that these changes will mean that you will have regular Black Annis episodes, and we're going to also edit less 
So when I say um and like a hundred times, some of those might make it into the final cut, unfortunately. <laughs> I might save them all eventually and make a nice little dubstep remix of just all of Missy's ums and... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, I do hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's qu- quite a bit shorter than you're used to from us, but hopefully the new format is all right, and we will be getting another episode out to you very shortly. Yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you very much. We are Black Anise, exclusive on the Legion Podcast Network. Yep. If you want to get in touch, go to the Black Anise Horror Podcast Facebook group. If you want to email... Don't. Yeah, we never check it. Message us through Facebook. Totally. We're both on there. Message us. Yeah, message us through Facebook. Um, I have a Twitter account that's called Misty Kitty. Um, you can you can tweet me. And we have obviously episode one of Kitten's Brain Explosion will be coming out soon. And I think that's it. I think that's everything that we we have going on. Yeah. That all the changes? Yeah. Am I missing anything? Am I forgetting any any other changes that we're making? Uh, I'm I'm sure if there's anything we've forgotten about, they won't notice. All they'll be just about. Yeah, yeah. If we've forgotten anything, you guys be sure and you know start some shit. You're like, what the fuck are you two doing? <laughs> it's Missy's fault. All right. So until next time, bye. Bye, guys. She loved them bacon and eggs. She loved them bacon and eggs. She loved them bacon and eggs. She loved bacon and eggs. She loved bacon and eggs. She loved bacon and eggs.